Can heart. I tell you what my big prayers are? Like on my car, I want to sing like Daryl. By the power guy's going to hit me one Sunday, and I'm going to break out in song, and people are going to know it's God because they know my voice. That's what I believe. And, is and, and God is big enough to do it. Yeah. And I'm, he is. I am, I am just. I, I don't even know That's what I want. The story you know I mean? how Daryl lost his job. Craig, <laughs> boy. Hey everyone, welcome to the Pastors Hangover. So excited you guys are with us. We have some pretty awesome pastors we are going to get to chat with today. Pastor Hal Mayer. Good morning. Pastor Daryl Black. Hello. And Pastor Craig Altman. Yes, go Bucks, and it's so good to have yes. you back, Melissa. Um, <laughs> it was it was, it was a real problem last week. <laughs> Hal was sitting in this spot, and Daryl and I like there was no flow, no we, chemistry we weren't going here. on. I don't know what was, was going awful. on. So uh, yeah. long pauses. Yeah. We had to cut together yeah. an hour and a half of footage just yeah. to get to... But hey, but but can we just stop for a moment? I mean, is God all-powerful and almighty? The Bucks won. Yes. <laughs> I mean, right? I was there. That was amazing. I mean, they just dominated they did. Philadelphia. I was so fired up. So, yeah, I mean, that's a great way to start from... You know, and, hangover. and if you want to go back, you know, six, seven weeks, you're going, why can't you just lose more? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you want to get the higher draft pick and look where they are right yeah, now. You yeah. have little faith. I hear you. Yeah, man, it's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a high. It is, man. That was on. a great. Yeah. Just love the Buccaneers. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what a big win. Super yeah, big exciting. win. Yeah. That's cool. And we're going to chat a little bit today about your message this weekend, mm-hmm. which was a high for me because it was an amazing message that just it was so much heart and so much head knowledge and scripture it was just it was incredible so we're going to chat more about it um and you guys can find it on youtube god is almighty um we love the youtube version it's also on spotify but definitely go back and listen to it and there was i felt like you could have spoke for another hour oh you're so kind on yeah. <laughs> on, i mean on that topic right. there's so much no to there it. is there is yeah. I, i'll be honest with you you know you have this happen to you you know you speak something four times because we do live every weekend yeah. i mean i was i mean i needed to hear that message yeah. yeah i did you know sometimes we think that oh it's for no it's for all of us and i think all of us have had points in our life where yeah. is god really all powerful because right. this happened or this happened and having to press through sometimes disappointments to still believe that God is a big almighty God. And I think we want to touch on that a little bit, didn't we, Dare? We talked yeah. about pre, uh, and I'll start with mine. You know, I kind of didn't get to delve into it, but when you do a message like that, you have some people going, yeah, I used to believe in a big God, mm-hmm. but this happened or they right. died or, or something terrible and I had prayed and believed, but it didn't, it wasn't, fulfilled the promise wasn't fulfilled god didn't come through in their mind or eyes and that's some of the hardest stuff Mm -hmm. to get through because the problem is they get stuck there and then years go by before they even want to dare to trust god or believe in him again like my mom i didn't get to get too much detail but my mom had cancer and um i can get emotional to this day 62 years old stage four cancer and I prayed, and I felt like God gave me a word from Hezekiah that he extended the life of King Hezekiah 10 years. Mm-hmm. I even had a Bible verse to line up with everything. Yeah. And I said, oh, Lord, thank you. You're going to believe in you're going to extend her life. But the other prayer was for her salvation. Yeah. And literally in a hospital room when she was going through all her treatments, she was not a religious person. She called me and said, something happened last night. The presence of the Lord was in the room. She never used those words. I felt someone touch my shoulder. Wow. I went, wow. 
God touched her, and now he's going to heal her too. But I didn't realize God was more concerned about her salvation. Yeah. And so she did. She gave her life to Christ, and I kept praying for her to be uh, healed, and uh, she died. And then I got my granddaughter, who at the time was only 12, asking me, why didn't God heal grandma? Mm -hmm. Tough questions. So there are no easy answers, but I do know this. I got to a point where I had to press forward and go, because God didn't do that doesn't doesn't mean that God isn't a big God and still does amazing things. His ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher. And I had to move past that disappointment to be able to preach a message like this again, because I do believe that we can pray and still believe he is almighty El Shaddai. I heard Oral Roberts say one time, what happens if you pray for someone and they fall over dead? What would you do? He goes, I would say next. Who's the next (laughs) person in line? Yeah. Because ultimately our job is to believe, right? It's God's job. But I I, kind of belabored that point, but you know what, Daryl? No, you, you, you're dead on. I mean, I've, I've had many experiences like that. When my wife was sick, mm. at, to the point mm-hmm. where like, I thought she was going to die or she was going to be in this terminal state for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And it's hard when you got to get up and sing and preach, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're going through this, and you're watching it happen every day. And while at the end, we did have victory and God did deliver, you don't know that in the middle. Right, right. You don't know, because there's there are days where I'm going, God, are you going to do anything? Because mm-hmm. she's getting worse, not yeah. getting better. Mm-hmm. And this is happening over and over again. And it's in those moments that you really have to trust in God. Yeah. Like he said, there's no easy answer for it. It doesn't mean that it's easier. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you don't go through stuff, that that those circumstances are not going to try your patience and, mm-hmm. and you don't get angry. Because I was all of those things. Mm-hmm. I was angry. I was mad. I was sad. I was depressed. I didn't know what to be. But I, I was also... I believed. God, I don't know what it's going to look like, and I don't know what the end is going to be, but I believe that you are as big as you say you are. I believe you are as sovereign as you say you are, and you are good even when things don't work out the way I want them to work out. That's the part we got to believe. good. He's still a good God. And that's the part you have to keep repeating. God, you're still good. And I think one of the Mm. challenges that that we have is we're good, we're really good at practicing problems. Mm-hmm. We're really good at practicing the pain, mm-hmm. but we don't practice the goodness. Mm-hmm. Like one one of the, I've had conversations over the past couple of days after his message and people say, man, I lost my faith. Mm-hmm. I lost my faith in God because this didn't happen. Yeah. I lost my faith in this. And, and some people have passionately lost their faith. Yeah. And yeah. so again, there's no easy answer, but one of the people that I was talking to, I said, did you give God that same passion when things were going well? When things weren't going the way you wanted, you blamed it on God. But when they were going the way and you were being blessed, did you also blame him? Mm. Did you blame him for all that goodness and all these Mm. blessings and all the stuff you still have now? Are you blaming him for that too? Mm. Because we we can't now blame God for bad, but we don't blame him for good. And so it's, it's... God is responsible. He's sovereign over it all. And he's good even when it doesn't work out our way. He's still good. And then we get to see that. He's still good to us uh, in the midst of circumstance. And so Mm -hmm. it's a struggle. It's not hard. But man, trust God. I think that's Mm -hmm. that's what we have. God is still who he is. And he's still doing, he still has a perfect plan for us. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I think that's a tough thing, especially for this generation, because in first world countries, we see God as good because he 
he provides for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen all the things. Like, if it doesn't bring something to you, I mean, I've heard the, the stuff. If it doesn't bring you joy, if it doesn't do these things, then you cut it out of your life. And mm-hmm. so once God stops doing what I want him to do, he's not in my life anymore. Because like you yeah. said, I've, I've had so many conversations with people who said they left Christianity. They're like, well, it's because of all the questions. But when you get through all the questions, they go, wait, it's not about the questions. Mm-hmm. It's because God didn't do something I wanted him yep. to do. First this world country faith. Yep. Right. And, and a lot of times it is death. I, yep. I mean, I still remember all four of my grandparents died within a very short period of time, uh, cancer and, and health issues and all that kind of stuff. And I remember watching my parents go through it mm-hmm. and and the, the feelings that they, they went through and the faith that they had to really find again because it kept happening over and over again these seasons of life and I, I still remember you know it's funny you go into ministry you go into you following after God and you're like why would I go through incredible marriage issues like why, why would I have these problems why would I have these situations and we, we've also accepted the idea that if I have faith I won't go through problems yeah that's not true at all like God's always doing something. God's always working and he is big and he's going to do something big, but that doesn't mean there's not going to be problems right. while we're going through it. Yeah. It's not a reason to lose faith. Right. The reason we have faith is because he's big and sovereign mm-hmm. because, because he's big and sovereign. And I don't want to get into too much of what we're talking about this next weekend, but because he's big and sovereign, he is the only one who can be faithful mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's the only one that can turn bad into good. He is yeah. the mm-hmm. only one that can orchestrate an entire world towards what he's trying to that's do. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's the difference of God versus anything else that we look at. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just the power of God, and I, I know we we're, we kind of leaned on it when He didn't. But what about all the times He did? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I could tell you that. stories. My brother, you've heard my brother's yeah. salvation far from God. You got people in your family far from God. I'm telling you, God has power to save them. Mm-hmm. He I does. Mean, mm-hmm. This guy was messed up on his third marriage. God did just. I won't go into details, but yeah. literally, God's power broke down his his old way of thinking, his mm-hmm. mind. He he the conviction of Holy Spirit in his mm-hmm. life. He gets saved. He goes to a South Tampa campus. He leads a small group and a married small group. I mean, just all this. I yeah. mean, financial power miracles, I mean, that you see happening. I mean, I, I, I you know, one time when Debbie and I need to get a bigger house and, and I was making, I was youth pastor. You know how much youth pastors make? Hardly anything. Ten right. And so, yeah, $10 a <laughs> week. And, uh, but I, I did real estate sub- subsidized my income. Yeah. I wasn't doing any deals, but I land, I walked into a, giant deal i just think that's the almighty shaddai el shaddai mm-hmm. power god just showed up yeah. i found favor with this guy made this big real estate commission i mean just on and on yeah. the power of god you heard the story this weekend you know about witnessing first time i don't know anything about yeah. jesus harley and what power of god just shows up man man we got to just believe bigger yeah you know yeah. he does yeah does big things mm-hmm. he, he does and i i think we uh lessen the big things he does relationally and through through people's hearts. Yeah. Like we like the big miracle. Yeah, we like yeah. the the leg being healed, <laughs> yeah. the, the cancer going away. But I mean, really, when we look at it, the the change in people's hearts that we've seen throughout the years that's miracles. That's a miracle. Too. Like when yeah. we've seen people come back to God, when we've seen people uh, restore marriages. I mean, I've yeah. seen marriages that have yeah. been on just. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. I know you've seen it too. Oh, you guys yeah. have seen it, and you, you've seen situations like there's no way. Like, and you're praying for it, but you're going, yeah. I don't know how God's yeah. going to do this. Yeah. But God has the ability to fulfill needs and to do things that only He can. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, it, just because we can't see it or because we haven't seen it before, doesn't mean God can't do it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. You w- this past weekend we did the uh, we had the cards. 
mm-hmm. which is really you know about praying big and, Believe and believing that God is bigger. Mm-hmm. And so some of the conversations that I had, I had a young lady go. She said, "Well, I don't know anything to believe bigger for." She said, "I, I got to really sit down and think about some stuff." And so I just I said, "Well, what everything that that's believing bigger is not some like I need a new house, right. yeah. I mm-hmm. need a new car. It's not I need a new job." Mm-hmm. It's like, what have you stopped praying for? Mm-hmm. Sometimes believing bigger is remember, man. What did you give up on? What did mm, you say? Good. Well, this is just the way it's going to be. Right. That, that you've you've decided that this is how it is. That thing. And what has God already told you yeah. mm-hmm. to be praying about and be thinking about? Believing God bigger. This is this is the year. I think for the year is that our God is big. Yeah. Yeah. And so it changes. If it changes everything that we do, you got to go, man. What if I stop believing God yeah. can do? Mm-hmm. That's right, and I love the illustration that we use of looking at the entire universe mm-hmm. and looking at man. If God cares and names each one of the stars, mm-hmm. and He can count every hair on your head, you think that He doesn't care mm-hmm. about what's happening in your life? He does. Mm-hmm. So pray about that and yeah. believe God mm-hmm. to handle it. Because whether He changes it or not, you having the trust that God can handle it yeah. is big enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and it's all about him getting the glory, too, yeah, doing right. things yeah. that we can't do. You know, we go, well, you know, man, I, I, I just know that God is a, a, a big God, and he wants to go beyond our capacity. Yeah. It's not about what I can do. It's about mm-hmm. what he can do in me and through me, mm-hmm. you know, and... Um, well, yeah. If we don't give God the glory, we will assume the glory. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the pro- and that's one of the biggest reasons why. I mean, you see it with the Israelites, you see it in everybody's life. Things get good, we forget about God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because we've stopped giving Him the glory. We've stopped yeah. thanking Him, having gratitude <laughs> for those him. things, yeah. and acknowledging it. And yeah. The moment we we take that power off of Him and put it back on ourselves, yeah, we walk away from God. Yeah, yeah. I think we really had do. a couple questions, didn't you? Oh, we got a lot of good ooh, questions this ooh, week. And yeah. you know I'm here to keep us focused. Yeah, even though I, how did, yeah. I listened to Hal did it. A good job. Oh, Hal did you. a good job. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I love what Daryl was saying about what have you stopped praying for? I was going to share a story. I went through the freedom class mm-hmm. this yeah. semester in groups. Plug for groups, right? Go for it. If you <laughs> haven't been to freedom class, awesome. Yes, yeah. huge class. And one of the messages at the freedom encounter and the conference at the end of the semester was, what have you stopped praying for? And I went up and I got prayed over and I had a list of like 10 or 12 things. These were really deep family restoration, yeah. salvations. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, one of the things on the list was that I, I stopped praying that I would always have food allergies or that I would be mm-hmm. healed from it. Mm-hmm. And the woman praying goes, let's pray for that one. And I'm like, well, what about all these <laughs> other important ones, you know? She was like, no, we're going to pray for that one. And I was totally healed. Of wow. Food allergies. I love wow. that. Mm-hmm. That's so wow. good. Because mm-hmm. he does do the physical. I think you're right. He does mm-hmm. it. But man, do we see a lot of it in America? You know, That's a whole other conversation. But yeah. but God does do those kind of physical miracles. I mean, he mm-hmm. says, pray for the sick. Mm-hmm. The prayer of a righteous man will have great uh, power. Lay yeah. hands on the sick. And I, I think we got to be careful. It's not about me it's about just laying hands on and trusting god you know right yeah and i think it just for me the realization was okay he cares about the big and the Mm -hmm. huge and your allergy the stuff that feels like should i pray for that you know do i pray over a sinus infection you know all these little Mm -hmm. things that you're like does god care about that he's so sweet and so kind and he does he is it's super cool that's a cool story yeah yeah so i i wanted to ask you craig and we can kind of go around but okay so in the bigness, there's going to be moments of low or moments of doubt. And I think 
the the doubt and the low times are what I want to talk about. Like how do we pull ourselves out and keep our eyes on the bigness besides going back and listening to your message and as many times right. as they need for the rest sure. of their life. Yeah. Um, you know, like in that time with your mom, you're sitting there talking to your granddaughter. Yeah. What do you say? What does that moment feel like? And how do you pull yourself out? Like, are there any practical tips or? Mm-hmm. I don't it's, know, it's, first of all, it is awful. And we're not saying right. just pull yourself out, but you can't stay where you're at. And yeah. I realize, I mean, I'm a pastor and I realize I can't stay here. I went through the grief, the anger. God, what are you doing? Um, why should I believe you, trust you? I had all those questions and then having to answer your own granddaughter saying, why didn't why didn't God heal grandmom? Right. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a tough one. I mean, there's some simple things we, we always come back to. The Word of God. I had to go back and say, God, I just need you. And I read Psalms. Mm-hmm. Psalms is very soothing for me. I just mm-hmm. begin to read Psalms where David would be mad at God at one moment, the next moment he's thanking him. And I and I went through, that's a, that's a great book that, that talks about a lot of emotions in it. Yeah. And so Psalms was a great one for me that consoled me. Yeah. I believe the Holy Spirit truly is our comforter. Mm-hmm. And the presence of the Holy Spirit, I felt probably stronger during that time mm-hmm. with my mother. I just really sensed him just caring for me. I think community was, I had a couple people that I yeah. go to, go to yeah. uh, and said, guys, I mean, I prayed, I believe God didn't do it. And just having people yeah. around you, because the tendency is isolation. Yep. We just want to pull away, withdraw. Yep. Withdrawal is the stupidest thing we can do. It's not right. well, It's not bad to withdraw to pray, but not to withdraw and be in right. pity or right. self-pity or yeah. doubt. Because that's where the enemy, man, he gets you out there mm-hmm. all by yourself. Mm-hmm. You can go down that dark road. And mm-hmm. people do. Uh, their their faith, they, they, they throw it away because yeah, of absolutely. a disappointment. And yep. so it's the word of God. It's, it's community. And, uh, and, and, and I had to come to a point where I had to believe, uh, you'll be talking about this this week, God is faithful, and I can't just look at isolated incidents and go, because of that one incident, I'm going to judge God. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. would you be scared if people judged you off of one incident in your life? Yes, I would. And, but yeah. we do that. Wow. Our disappointment, we make a whole theology out of it. Well, he yeah. didn't do this, so I'm not going to believe. Mm-hmm. Man, I that is the enemy setting you up. Yeah. He's a liar, and you need to press in. It's a spiritual warfare mm-hmm. thing. So for me, it was community, Dude. reading the Word, and uh, and it wasn't overnight. I mean, I'm, I'm telling it took me two years, I said, to actually going back and preach a message on we need, because I just was, I'm not going to preach this anymore, because I don't want to set someone up for false hope. Yeah. Right. So I had all that in my head. Yeah. But well, God got me through yeah. it. Yeah. You, you don't know, want to set God up did. for failure either. There's a part of us that feels, yeah. oh, I don't want to set him up. Yeah. But, I mean, I love what you're saying because you have to process it. Yeah. yeah. But you don't process it alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you do it through, it's the same thing with everything that's going on today. You do it through God's word and you mm-hmm. do it through community. Yeah. Because when we just sit in a room and we process it by ourselves, yeah. we end up with the worst possible yeah. solution. Yes. <laughs> We do. We just, yeah. we end yeah. up, and, and also the enemy has the ability to throw thoughts, throw things yeah. into mm-hmm. our minds. And so mm-hmm. he can't read our mind, but he can throw those things in there. And we start going down that rabbit trail. And all of a sudden, we're in a place that we never wanted to be, but it's because we've isolated yeah. mm-hmm. and, and we've walked away from it. And I would say this too uh, for those people that are stuck right now, uh, man, go to a grief class, yes. uh, yeah. go see a counselor yeah. if you need to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't have to do that. I would have, if I would have, but. You just have to, you've got to pour that out, that right. anger. You've got to just tell God how mad you are, Yeah, yep. you know? Because it will come up later. Yeah. It yeah. will. Yeah. And the, the biggest thing I took away from what you said is you, you won up here. 
Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. it got in your head and it messed you up and then you won. And something you said, the message that I want to talk more about, you know, in the fear, anxiety, anger realm is some of us get harassed in the spiritual realm because you don't realize what power you have. Mm-hmm. So can you talk more about that? Because I think that is huge. Oh, absolutely. I mean, listen, he doesn't want us to think we have any power or authority. I mean, yeah. that's that's the whole, I mean, every believer has such unlimited potential yeah. because of the God that lives in them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so if he can get you, you know, doubting who you are, doubting who you are in Christ, uh, mm-hmm. doubting your, your authority as a believer, uh, man, he's got you wherever he wants you. So... I, I don't know how to answer your question, except that for me, um, you know, just continuing to activate and engage myself with God, his word, faith. But I don't know. I don't know. Daryl. I just want to you know. yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think the mental battle that we have sometimes when we're struggling with whatever those issues are, you have to remind yourself that God's goal is never to bring you to depression, mm-hmm. humility but not depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the enemy will always use words like you can't, mm-hmm. you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. He doesn't love you. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Like all of it's always, him. Yeah, yeah, it's always, that's never God. It's never, if it's making you depressed or sad, that's never the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. It The God will always, he will love you. He will encourage you. He will empower you. Yeah. He will bring you to a point of humility. We see that in the case of Job. When Job starts talking to God, he brings him to humility, not condemnation. He's reminding him, hey, do you know who I am? Mm -hmm. And I'm with you. Yeah, that's good. I know you're going through all this stuff. I saw it. Mm -hmm. But guess what? I'm with you. The guy who created all of this is with you. And I think that's sometimes a struggle that we get into these moments of lasting depression that we we keep rehearsing I'm not good enough, I don't deserve yeah. it, God isn't good, all that. No, that's only the enemy. And that's what he wants you to keep repeating because negativity is easy. Yeah. Like neg- to be negative is such an easy response for us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of the first things we do when we get up in the morning, some people. Mm-hmm. If they get up and they're like, oh, it's Monday. Oh, it's another, oh, I, I can't be myself until I've had coffee. Like it's, so it's so easy to be negative yeah. and that's never God in your life. That's, that's a, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit always wants to push you towards him. Hey, what about me? It, it's, it's one of the reasons why David writes in Psalm 23, I talked about it last weekend, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, all the bad stuff, guess what? He's with me. Mm-hmm. You're, you're with me. Mm-hmm. And your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So you're, you're fighting for me, getting me in line and discipline, and you're also fighting the elements around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're with me even in the darkest times of my life. And so we have to remind ourselves. So he already said that there's, there's acknowledgement of your pain, mm-hmm. acknowledgement that, hey, this sucks. Yeah. I don't like it. This sucks. There's the there's the awareness that man, God is with me. And then there's the accountability of like, I need people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because you need people speaking into you that are that are wise enough to go, nope, it's not what you think it is. Yeah. yeah. It's not nope, that's not it. That's not and I needed that over and over again in my life. And quick story. I'm a kid. When my mom died, I was seven years old. My Younger brother was four. Wow. And I remember a year later, and I and he couldn't really grasp what happened. Mm-hmm. But a year later, he goes, where's mama? Mm-hmm. And and it's like, well, mama's not here. Well, where where is she? Well, well, God took her. 
Well, why? Because I want to see her. Mm. I want to. I mean, it was. It's tough. I mean, I almost broke down going, I don't even know what to say. And I'm eight. At the time, I'm eight years old. I don't know what to say to my little brother yeah. that God took mom and, and he wants to see mama. But all I could do was, let's read the Bible together. Like, it was my default. Yeah. Because I didn't know what to say yeah. to him, but it was like, all right, well let's let's go read the Bible. Yeah. Me and you read the Bible together. I didn't know till years later. I mean, he was probably thirty five at the time when he told me. He said that did more for me than wow. anything, even though you <laughs> never answered the question. Yeah. But you always went back to the Word of God, yeah. and that gave him peace throughout the years. Oh man, God is always here, even though my mama's not here. Mm. God is always here, and so I didn't know that that's what it was doing. I, that's not even what I was trying to do. I was just trying to avoid the question. Right. But the power of the Word of God yep, yep. in His life mm. and in our lives keeps us focused on what's important, Amen. even in the midst of those uh, hard situations. So yeah, that, that's why the Bible says, "Take every thought captive." Yeah. And so when you're talking about the harassment from the other side, mm -hmm. we should expect it when we're doing something God wants us to do. And, and what we should be paying attention to is when something comes out of nowhere in our mind that we weren't even on, that's from the enemy. Yep. That's what we're supposed to take captive, <coughs> open up God's word, yeah. read the opposite yeah. of that and the promise that God has for us so that we can move forward. That's right. But to, to think that I will always have happy thoughts when I'm following after God, that's not true. The enemy wants to end that. Mm -hmm. The enemy And the enemy knows you and knows your buttons. Yeah. And knows everything about you. And so it's expected, but that's why we got to spend time in God's Word. You know, I think it's one of the things when people experience a disappointment or a pain, how do I get out of it? And I've heard this several times, and, and this is hard to do. I can't stay where I'm at. I, mm -hmm. They started actually going and serving other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You think about some of the greatest ministries ever Mothers Against Drunk Drivers mm -hmm. was birthed out of someone's pain. Yep. Yeah. And they went out and said, I'm going to do something about this. Yeah. And I think that the Holy Spirit activates in your life absolutely again the power of it when you go and serve like i had a lady i met the other day just depressed disappointed started going to new life warehouse just mm -hmm. to, and she goes all of a sudden i realized there's people out there of greater needs than me yeah. there's something about mm -hmm. that that got her out of her absolutely uh, you know that tough place yeah you know right mm -hmm. And sometimes our pain is the greatest birthplace of our purpose. Yeah. yeah. God's going, yeah, you walk through this, but I mean, who, who do you think came up with divorce care yeah. stuff? It wasn't somebody that's right. never been divorced. Yeah. He came up with grief counseling. Yeah. All it's somebody that, that went, through, went it through it so that you can yeah. help other people. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That yeah. is super cool. And I think one of the other things I wanted to, you know, just either shout out or shine light on in the bigness of God was the new location that launched this weekend, yeah. and, you know, officially next weekend, this was their rehearsal. But when you think about getting involved in serving, whether it's at a church or in any kind of ministry or a nonprofit or whatever you're doing, like God is moving in so many ways. And that's part of the the bigness. And yeah. I yeah. just, I, I, I don't know if people see that and they're like, oh yeah, of course they did. You know, of course they opened another location. It's mm -hmm. Grace Family Church, but that's a huge deal yeah. Yeah. to it's start exciting. a new location. So. Well, what's exciting about it, you're going to establish a new location. Mm -hmm. You're going to meet new people, new neighbors. Mm -hmm. That whole community is going to be changed because we're going to be there for the next 30, 40, 50 years, right? So that yeah. it's a beachhead. We don't see the right. church as a building. It's a life-giving force that begins to slowly impact 
uh, those around it. But, yeah, we're excited about all that God's doing. We're still excited about Easter for Tampa Bay at the stadium, yes. right? Yes. Man, if you yes. haven't heard that one yet, mm-hmm. man, that's going to be. It's going to be incredible. Listen, El Shaddai is going to show up, I'm telling you. If he doesn't, all we had was I like. I just like the time. way you say it. El, El Shaddai. Shaddai. <laughs> we asked that earlier, it's, you know, is it? That is well. Anyway, it's how you pronounce. Yeah, it. Yeah, we looked it up <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> make sure. Yeah. You need to do the deepness yeah. of the voice. Yeah. With there the we go. I know it. El Shaddai. El Shaddai. Absolutely. Right. Just let it hang there a minute. But man, <laughs> yeah. believe bigger. Man, yeah. we yeah. we want people for 2024, right? That's yep. how, yeah. We serve a big God, and I'm yeah. I'm personally telling you, I have believed too small sometimes. I'm like, you know, I backed off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And man, I'm believing bigger. I've got some things on my card, believing bigger. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Any closing thoughts? You know, as we're talking about believing bigger, this this season from now until Easter is going to be huge in yeah. terms of prayer and preparation and inviting and just, just the bigness that's going to happen there. But any closing thoughts? Don't miss how this week. Nope. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. Let me just say that, guys, this is one of those series where you do need to hear all the messages. Yeah, you mm-hmm. do. So if you haven't listen to them yeah. because it's when you understand the fullness of who God is oh, is when it changes everything. We're only covering and we're a only few co- of them. yeah, we're yeah. only covering a couple of them but just understanding them and they build on each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because it's when you understand the the bigness of God, you understand how God is the only one who can be truly faithful. That's right. Yeah. And when you understand his sovereignty, he's the only one. It's whole it it all goes yeah. together yeah. and it one it builds our faith, but really and what I'm going to help us get at this week is when we truly understand the faithfulness of God, yeah. we we will take that next step. Mm-hmm. We will keep going. Yeah. It's when we lose sight of that yeah. and, the, and the bigness of them that, that we stop. Yeah, man. Oh, that's beautiful. I can't I can't wait to hear that. It's going to be good. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be great stuff. I Practically, I took my card, and it's on my uh, bathroom mirror. Hmm. Things I wrote down so I could see it every day. Yeah. So I would say, put it somewhere where you can see it. Don't just put it in a pocket or put it in a drawer. Can I tell you what one of my big prayers are? I, on my car, I want to sing like Daryl. <sighs> By the power guy's going to hit me one Sunday, and I'm going to break out in song, and people are going to know it's God because they know my voice. <laughs> That's what I believe and, is going to happen. And God is big enough to do it. <laughs> and I'm, he is. I am, I am just... I, <laughs> I don't even know That's what I want to say. That's the story how Daryl lost his job. Craig's voice. Craig's like, I, I can he's, do this anything now. Yeah. I, I can't I, wait. Got when it. he sang this past, past weekend. I did for he, the first time. Yeah, he, he sang I, I, like, I was on the whole like, whole world in his hands. I just uh-huh. did like the first part of it. And then I looked down. I think it was my wife or my daughter and went, stop that. <laughs> you don't do that. So I perked up. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. come on. <laughs> we got a few messages online that said the blue camo shirt with the blue background. Yeah, I Tell changed it. the next day. <laughs> okay, good. That was yeah, the that online was, version. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, they I said the that. camo just blended into well, the it galaxy. Was, it was perfect. He was wearing right. camo, right? Yeah. That, yeah. It did exactly what it was <laughs> supposed exactly. to do. <laughs> anyway, closing thoughts. I mean, Bucks over yeah. the Lions. We have a chance. Of course they got a chance. Of course yeah. they do. Yeah, we'll see. Of course. It's going to be good. Be Lions are a good team, though. Yeah, yeah, they are. We'll see. I mean, if they bring it like they did, yeah, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a good game. But, hey, what's more important, be here Sunday. It's going to be great. Saturday, Sunday. See you this one weekend. One of our campuses. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's going to be all. Are you singing this weekend? You I'm singing this weekend. Right, there you go. Yeah. yeah. You I'll go. be singing, but you from singing. the floor. I they might, don't. I they don't allow me down. on the stage. Yeah. We're all going to be go. singing and how we preaching. There you go. And uh, it's good to have you back. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to be back. Man, it was rough last week. It You're was. just being kind. I mean, 
We had to bring Pastor Jeff Countryman in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We had to go over the bridge. My mom said it was so nice Daryl didn't come to stand in solidarity that Melissa yeah. wasn't going to be there. There that. we go. So that's what she said. That's good. <laughs> anyway, that is yeah. plenty for today. But thank you guys for your hey, time. Good being here. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Pastor's Hangover. We will see you next week.